Welcome to Castium, where we turn interesting articles into podcasts. Today's article is called, No, You Can't Pick My Brain, Do This Instead, by John Westenberg. I love this tweet from Chris Saka back in August. No one in history has ever replied, Sure, I'd love for you to come pick my brain. So stop asking. Pitch smarter. The can I pick your brain email is one that I get all the time, and I dread it. Not because I hate talking to people, not because I don't want to answer questions, just because it's a frustrating approach. It's just way too vague. There's nothing I can do except respond to it and wait for another response, and go back and forth and exchange a dozen emails before I can give someone any good kind of advice. You can't pick my brain because my brain doesn't work like that. If you want information from me, you're more than welcome to get some. In fact, I'm an open book. I love answering questions. I love making time for people. But there's a right and a wrong way to do it. Asking if you can pick someone's brain is the wrong way. Messaging them out of nowhere on Twitter and saying, Hi, can you invest in my startup? is also the wrong way. Finding their mobile number and calling them at 1am is also the wrong way. It's happened. Here's the right way. And this would probably work a lot better for approaching most people because it's simple, straightforward, and it doesn't fuck around. It's also the technique I use when I want to ask anyone for advice. Ask them your top two to three questions. Just shoot them an email with your top two to three questions that you really want an answer to. Think about them and think carefully. Decide what's important to you to know and what you need to find out. If you can't drill them down to a couple simple questions around a paragraph each, you might be overthinking, so try to avoid that. Introduce yourself in the email. State how you happen to find the person you're contacting. That's just useful for them to know. Then pitch your questions. Here's a template for it. Hi, I'm George Weasley. I found you through your blog on Medium, and I wanted to reach out. I'm building a small joke shop business in Diagon Alley, and I had some questions. Number one, how would you show you're different from a competitor? There's already several joke shops in my niche, and while I know what makes us different, it's hard to communicate that to our customers. We want to show that we're more inventive and more original. Number two, how can we sell to our target market when they're at school most of the year? Our best customers are Hogwarts students, but they're at school for most of the year, and I'm not sure how to reach them. An e-commerce solution won't work because this is the Harry Potter world and the internet isn't big right now. Also, muggle technology doesn't work there. Thanks so much for your time. George Weasley Generally speaking, people want to be humble. I believe that. People want to reach out and help other humans, and they'll take every chance they can get. There are exceptions to that, but I've found most people to be friendly and willing to give what they can. But you've got to make it easy for them. You've got to make it something that they can actually do without taking too much of their time. You've got to give them the chance to be useful in the limited time and with the limited resources that they've got. I promise you, I'll absolutely do my best to respond. I can't get to everything because I get a lot of emails and there's a lot of Arrested Development episodes I can't stop re-watching, but I try my damnedest. Here's the key. Don't get mad if people can't give you help. They're busy. They have partners, parents, siblings, relatives, and best friends to talk to before they can get to you. 
Make it as easy as you can for someone to help you out. Don't ask vague questions. You'll get vague answers. If you can offer something in exchange for the help, do it. Amazon gift card, free services, referrals, testimonials, anything. It's a nice gesture.